Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 387, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review, hit that subscribe or follow button, and please be sure to share the podcast. Thanks for making The Motivated Mind part of your story. Having spent over a decade in the cannabis industry, I've witnessed many consumers, myself included, grappling with the overwhelming abundance of options and information available, especially when it comes to navigating the thousands of cannabis strains. It's like navigating a maze. And driven by this challenge, my team and I embarked on a journey four years ago to change this narrative. Our goal was to provide consumers with the data and education necessary to make informed decisions, enhance their cannabis experience, and ultimately improve their lives. Today, I'm grateful and happy to announce that we've launched Hashdash, the world's first personalized cannabis matching platform that leverages over 637,000 cannabis strain data points to match you with your favorite cannabis that aligns with your unique preferences. Our platform centers around three key pillars, matching, community, and education. All three are aligned with our mission of empowering cannabis enthusiasts and newcomers alike, transforming confusion into clarity in the vast world of cannabis consumption. Say goodbye to the guesswork. Discover, learn, and elevate your cannabis experience with Hashdash. Sign up for free at Hashdash.com and find your cannabis match. That's H-A-S-H-D-A-S-H.com. 671 million miles per hour. That's the speed of light. And internet data travels at approximately two-thirds the speed. This means that information circulates faster than ever in human history, courtesy of the internet. And history has an abundance of cases that point out that great ideas in practice have a 99% tendency to fail exponentially. Like Investing in a pyramid scheme, getting hammered on a Sunday night, taking Ozempic for those who don't medically need it, gambling, playing the lottery, or investing in crypto. In a world of complex problems, it's understandable why people reach for ideas that sound like easy solutions. In high school, I was always looking for a quick buck. If I wasn't reselling things on Craigslist, I was looking for another quick project to make a few dollars. And most of those other avenues were really bad ideas. Shortcut ideas. 
my high school sat atop a hill, about a quarter mile from the main road. It was fairly small in terms of students, having approximately 830, and given the town's wealthy population, most of the students had their own vehicle by the time they were a sophomore. Now, student parking was very limited. Most students had to park in a lower parking lot, located closer to the main road than the school itself, which meant most students had to walk the rest of the way up to class. I know, the horror, right? Anyhow, the high school eventually opened up a parking lot behind the school to accommodate the influx of student vehicles. But in order to park in this lot, students needed a parking pass, which costs about $70 a year. Not terrible, but I saw an opportunity. A friend and I decided to purchase a printer that allowed us to start making our own parking passes. And we sold these for about $50 each. And we sold a lot of them. Enough to the point where the parking lot started to become so full that teachers questioned how it was possible given the limited amount of passes the school was selling. Obviously, a really poor, short-sighted scheme on my end. Luckily, we decided to quit while we were ahead. But this is a great example of a dumb idea, a shortcut, an easy path. One that at the time sounded great. Print some passes, make a few bucks. What could go wrong? Time and time again, we think bad ideas sound better than good ones. So why do people keep repeating dumb ideas? And how can we counteract this bias toward bad ideas? Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. Now that the holiday buzz is behind us, it's a great time to focus on self-care. And that means taking care of your skin's appearance and its health too. One Skin makes it easy with their science-backed approach to healthier skin. See, their products are powered by a scientifically proven peptide called OS1 that targets fine lines and wrinkles right where they start your cells. This isn't just another skincare routine, it's a real science breakthrough. In fact, OS1 is the first of its kind to actually turn back the clock instead of just masking the signs of aging. With their full line of face, eye, body, sun, and travel-sized products, One Skin doesn't only promise healthier skin, they prove it. And I'm all in. Personally, I've got sensitive skin like a baby. But what I love about One Skin, amongst many things, is that its fragrance-free formula keeps me from experiencing skin irritation. For a limited time, our listeners will get an exclusive 15% off One Skin products using the code MOTIVATED when you check out at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code MOTIVATED. Start 2024 off right and give your skin the scientifically proven love it deserves with one skin. 
Good ideas by nature challenge the status quo. They ask us to reorganize our beliefs and habits, which means introducing discomfort. On the other hand, bad ideas seem familiar and safe. They don't shake up our mental landscape, which means they seem more appealing because our brain prefers what feels easy. Our brains are wired to prefer what feels easy. Now, maybe you're in the mood for some sweets because I've got more icing on this cake of bad ideas because they often demand little effort. They appear less risky or expensive and they don't challenge our existing beliefs and our brains eat this up. Our brains naturally gravitate towards simplicity and ease. This bias toward the path of least resistance makes bad ideas, which seem effortless and undemanding, more alluring. Now, this isn't the only bias that shows its ugly face. Another reason bad ideas often sound better is because of social proof bias. Humans have a tendency to follow the herd. People are influenced by the opinions of those around them. For example, if an idea gains popularity, even if it's nonsensical, the social proof bias makes it appear like the right choice. And this herd mentality is known as groupthink, which I discuss more in episode 374, How Minds Change, which I'll link in the show notes. Now, Groupthink can lead us to reject potentially successful ideas simply because the group deems them undesirable. And when this happens, we lose our individual perspectives. All right, let's go another layer deeper into this cake. Bad ideas often promise quick wins, short-term rewards, and immediate gratification. And our brains, wired to favor instant rewards, can easily overlook the long-term implications. On the other hand, good ideas requiring more effort, resources, and potentially challenging our current beliefs may not provide immediate satisfaction, making them less appealing. Now, bad ideas also tend to be more concrete and tangible, offering straightforward solutions that seem easily achievable. In contrast, good ideas usually require a deeper understanding of a problem, making them less obvious. Yet again, here's the challenge with our brain's OS. It tends to overvalue immediate, tangible benefits and disregard the nuanced complexities of truly great ideas. In other words, bad ideas sound fun, exciting, and offer instant gratification, whereas good ideas can be harder to conceptualize. It can take time and effort to uncover a truly great idea, but the payoff is often worth it. So, how can we counteract this bias toward bad ideas? And what are some strategies we should be leveraging? First, be mindful of your biases. Awareness 
is the first step. We need to recognize that our brain may have a bias toward ideas that seem easy, familiar, or promise quick rewards. Once we acknowledge our biases, we can start to approach decision-making with a more objective and critical mindset. Second, take the time to explore multiple options. This means avoiding settling for the first idea that comes to mind. The first idea should be placed in the circle of pause. The fact that it surfaced that quickly or was presented in a fashion that makes it too good to be true should have red flags popping up in our minds. And while that idea is sitting in the circle of pause, we should be actively seeking out and considering alternative solutions or approaches. The benefit to exploring multiple options is that it broadens our perspective. This then allows us to evaluate ideas more comprehensively before making a decision. Third, don't be afraid to challenge your beliefs and habits. We absorb new information every single day. This means our knowledge base keeps growing and growing and growing until we die. Therefore, our existing beliefs and habits may not be the right ones. So consider whether your preferences are based on comfort rather than the effectiveness of an idea. By challenging the status quo, we open ourselves up to innovative and potentially better ideas that may go beyond our current comfort zone boundaries. Fourth, be willing to invest time and resources into a good idea. Good ideas require more effort, time, and resources up front. We need to be willing to commit to these investments, even if the benefits aren't immediately apparent. This is where delayed gratification comes into play. When we resist an impulse to take an immediately available reward in the hope of obtaining a more valued reward in the future, large and outsized returns, they take time, time to compound. It took me five years to get this podcast where it is today. Over 5.2 million downloads and over 142,000 followers on Spotify and Apple. It took writing over 3,800 pages of scripts for 387 episodes. It took 1,935 hours of research and writing. It took me several months of hard work to create my first course, countless hours were invested into creating a 30-page workbook, over 100 slides of content, 6 hours of lessons, 11 projects to apply learnings. It took a combined effort of me and my team of 6, 10,829 hours of development to make a platform that I'll be releasing this year. Good ideas take time. Shortcuts lead to short success. Anything worth fighting for takes time and commitment. 
Good things don't happen overnight. Success doesn't happen overnight. Something that is achieved easily is also lost as easily. This week's shout-out is by Pauline, who sent me a DM on Facebook. I just want to share that I always find time to listen to your podcast, especially in the morning, to not only inspire me, but to learn helpful facts and tips that I can apply every day to achieve a better life. The wisdom that you share in every episode is mind-awakening. My eight-year-old son requests to listen to your podcast. He said, I like listening to the motivated mind. It calms my mind. I feel great knowing that my son is learning from you too. Thanks so much. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into why bad ideas sound better than good ones. If you did, shout it out on social media or drop a rating and review. Stay connected with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.